focused on cloud, publication, data center industry, trends, the dynamic market. I'm David Liggett with Data Center Hawk, and this is Hawk Talk 43 with the one and only Anthony Bolner, Executive Vice President and Partner with Stream Data Centers. Anthony, welcome to Hawk Talk 43 from our homes. Thank you, David Liggett. Yes, from our homes. What an interesting time in uh, not only the world, but also in the data center industry. So uh, uh, here we are. Yep, absolutely. So for those of you watching that do not know, uh, Anthony was uh, gracious enough to be the first guest we ever had on our Hawk Talk video discussion. So this is Hawk Talk number one, and that was in our office. Uh, we also met for Hawk Talk 37, which Anthony, you might have forgotten about, but I didn't, in Montreal uh, and and um, highlighted some some data center happenings in that market. And here we are from our homes uh, in Dallas, and but excited to get to catch up with you and get to hear about uh, Stream and what you all are doing. And we're also going to talk about the Dallas market. So one of the really fun things that we're doing right now uh, from a data center Hawk perspective is highlighting the major markets in the United States and how they have been growing over the past year. And so, uh, Anthony, obviously Stream is focused on markets all across the U.S., but uh, you've spent a significant amount of time in Dallas, and so we're going to talk about that in a minute. But before we do, um, you know, obviously this is a very unique time, uh, challenging uh, related to the COVID-19 things that are happening. And so just how has Stream data centers worked to uh, get through this time and continue to operate effectively. Sure. Well, it, uh, it has been interesting, and uh, I think we we've all you know weighed heavily on our processes and our procedures. And Stream Data Centers, you know, we we obviously operate you know critical facilities right now, and and there's a lot that goes into that. Um, in addition to that, we have two major construction projects underway right now, one in Chicago and one in Phoenix, and both of those have continued to run smoothly through, uh, you know, this, this time, but an awful lot of coordinating and, uh, uh, you know, and following processes and procedures has, has gone into keeping those, those projects uh, underway, underway. Absolutely. And you mentioned... Uh, Chicago and Phoenix, uh, you know, one of the projects that you recently delivered was a, a project actually here in Dallas. And that's what we're going to spend the majority of our time talking about uh, today as we, you know, from a data center hawk standpoint, really look at how different markets have ebbed and flowed from a growth standpoint. Uh, in the data center industry, if you track our content, we talk a lot about absorption, which is just a fancy word to measure the demand in a market. Uh, and so, um, you know, you've been in this market for a long time, specifically Dallas, you know how it's grown. And so I'd love to ask you some questions about, um, you know, how the market has changed over the past several years. And we're going to dive uh, right in. And specifically, I want to talk about some of the numbers behind the data center market. So data center hawk, we're numbers junkies. We track statistical data around how markets are, are changing. So the Dallas data center market, uh, according to our statistics, is uh, 390 megawatts of multi-tenant co-location, um, you know, power. This is spread across uh, the, the Dallas-Fort Worth area and different geographies. Uh, it, it traditionally has a vacancy rate that that ebbs and flows between, you know, 
11 and 14% right now. We're on the little on the higher side of that. Uh, the market sees anywhere from 30 to 40 megawatts of absorption or demand per year, typically. Um, and that ebbs and flows based off of, of user demand. But, you know, what have you seen, you know, perhaps change from a Dallas data center market perspective over the past several years? Sure. So historically, Dallas has always been one of the very best enterprise data center markets in the country. And uh, Dallas has always had, you know, very strong enterprise demand. Um, over the last really two or three years, we have finally started to see some, some good hyperscale, large technology, and even cloud services um, enter the Dallas market. Uh, still certainly not the same scale that we've seen in other major hyperscale markets like Northern Virginia. Um, what we have seen though, and it doesn't necessarily show up in your multi-tenant numbers, it doesn't necessarily you know, show up even sometimes in the absorption numbers, but we have some major hyperscale and cloud providers, you know, uh, buy land and build, you know, big data centers in our, in the Dallas market. And, uh, and a lot of that doesn't necessarily change the numbers, you know, when those, when those campuses or large facilities, uh, you know, hit the market. But I do think it is a, it is an underpinning of future growth Yeah, because having those big users in the market, not to get ahead of ourselves, but I, I think that's, that is the beginning of Dallas becoming a, a major hyperscale market, even though the providers in this market haven't necessarily seen cloud guys coming into this market. Yeah, I, I agree. You know, and one of the trends that we've seen specifically taken from hyperscale data center users over the past three to five years is really a dual strategy where they are going into markets and finding land and buying that land and then building, owning and operating data center facilities themselves. And we're talking 20, 50, even 100 megawatts in some markets. And then we're also seeing, you know, which has been a massive shift, you know, probably three or four years ago, those companies leasing those type of numbers from, you know, data center operators. And to your point, that is really the first thing that begins to happen is, when you see them come into a market is them taking some owned positions uh, in land and, and facilities, and then other demand comes from that. And I think those that are looking at Dallas certainly believe that the market's positioned well to handle, you know, that demand with uh, the the ease of development and the, some of the tax incentives that, that are here and stuff like that. But talk about why uh, and maybe some of the reasons that you've seen uh, data center users choose the Dallas market and why this market, you know, compares well when uh, it's, it's, you know, set next to other markets across the U.S. I think a lot of it just comes down to, uh, you know, cost, cost of doing business, uh, ease of development, um, cost of electricity. I mean, the cost of electricity in the Dallas market today um, is under four and a half cent per kilowatt hour. Um, if you know, if you're if you're diligent and doing your contracting correctly, and uh, and I will tell you, you know, dominant 
provider in North Texas is really, and in Texas is Encore. And to Encore's credit, you know, they are a deregulated utility provider and they, um, and, and they do have really good paths to uh, renewable resources and, uh, uh, you know, renewable uh, power purchasing agreements. So, um, which, which, have, which has become important to a lot of these big hyperscale and, and cloud guys. So I think the, the underlying utility story here is, is very important. I think the cost of living, I think the cost of land, I think the availability of land, I think even things like our major transportation hubs and our, um, you know, just ease of doing business in, you know, I'd call it the state of Texas, but really North Texas in particular. Have have all been a a really uh, important fact as to you know why Dallas has has continued to grow its data center market. Yeah, and to put it to put your comment into perspective around the power for those of you that are watching that don't know, you know, ten years ago in Dallas, yeah. the power cost was double. You know what Anthony mentioned; it was in the seven to eight cent range, and so to see it now where it has has come, especially for users that have larger demand. Uh, you know, that's that's a very attractive component of this area and why data center users find it, uh, you know, to be a suitable home for whatever their needs are. Um, right. You know, I, I say this as a, a compliment. You know, you've been in this industry for over 20 plus years. And so you're a, a well-tenured mind when it comes to these type of questions. But Kind of give a brief history about the the geography of Dallas and how you've seen the data center market grow over the last you know ten to twenty years. Sure. So I think ten years ago, and probably even more so twenty years ago, you know, Dallas data center market really centered around the carrier hotels and the you know the connectivity hubs. Um, over the last ten years, as colocation has become much more you know, efficient and, and the deal size has gotten so much larger, you know, developers and operators have found suburban sites, you know, built, you know, large dark fiber loops, uh, been able to deliver much more, you know, efficient functional space and larger footprints. So it's, uh, you know, it has become a suburban uh, development game. No question. Larger sites, bigger floor plates, all that. Um, you know, now that we're seeing the hyperscale and cloud guys come in over the last three years, two to three years, call it, I think those connectivity hubs are still very important because I think, you know, if you look at where so much of the traffic runs in and out of Dallas or in and out of Chicago, or, you know, we, we can all still identify those key carrier hotels. But I do think that a lot of these larger hyper, hyperscale users are you know, in a lot of ways, creating their own uh, large dark fiber paths, you know, between their own facilities a lot of times. And, uh, and I do think that providers are, are building data centers, oftentimes, uh, you know, playing off of or kind of with mindset of where the big guys are. So uh, it's, it's certainly become a, you know, everyone's looking for larger sites, um, and I would just say in general, kind of more suburban and, and, and more functional sites. Definitely the, the campus idea and growth, like long-term growth and being able to show, 
hey, we can not only put, you know, one building on this, you know, site that's 32 or 36 megawatts, but we can put five buildings on this, you know, 100 acres that is, and we can do it over a period of, you know, five years. So I think... Hey, you, you hit on two key things right there, Dave. Scale and timing. And, and scale and timing are so important, especially to the big guys. And, uh, you know, you can... Sometimes these larger data center deals are referred to as a build-to-suit, but the truth is there was so much work done before the build-to-suit was, you know, before you even had an opportunity to chase it as a build-to-suit. You know, the land had to be, um, you know, purchased and the utility substation maybe was started and, you know, and then suddenly, oh, it's a build-to-suit and, you know, Mission data center space shows up in ten to twelve months, but but believe me, somebody's been working on that for two yeah, to three years. Wow. Yeah. So talk about you know actually when I think about Dallas too, I think about some of the clusters that we have from a geography perspective. This is you know one of the trends that we see really all across the world is uh, you know there's some yeah. some key clusters where where data center either. Um, providers or users find value in infrastructure that you know you got power the, the connectivity infrastructure so we've certainly seen that in Dallas and as you mentioned it going from kind of downtown Dallas into the suburbs in areas like Richardson and far north Dallas Plano um, we've seen some of that in Alliance we've now actually seen some of that in in the Garland area where you all are, are have your latest site but talk about uh, I would love for you to just highlight the, the cluster mentality uh, and then also talk about what you're doing in Garland. I mean, you all have delivered your site there and talk about kind of the, the long-term plans of that site. So in Garland, we delivered three megawatts of critical load in a data center that's really designed 15 megawatts. It's a 22 acre campus, brand new on-site substation that gives us transmission rate pricing, which is, you know, aggressive even in this market. Um, but we have another 10 to 12 acres of land to develop there. And on that land, you know, we've done a 30 to 40 megawatt design. I mean, it, it, it still could be another 15 megawatt data center, but um, with the scale of some of the things that we're seeing in the market today, um, you know, we're, we're starting to see two story designs here in Dallas, which would have been unheard of two years ago. But, you know, we're seeing three-story designs, and I'm sure larger in uh, Northern Virginia, and we're, we've even seen some four- and five-story designs in Silicon Valley. So, you know, it's, it's, it's taking advantage of a good location that has a really good power story, good connectivity. Uh, to, to your point about micro-markets or clusters, you know, as, as you call them, it, you know, that's a, a very real phenomenon. And, and we're, we're all out chasing utility power. We're chasing, you know, uh, good proximity to, to fiber and connectivity. And the truth is, you know, we're, in a lot of ways, we're also chasing good proximity to the major users in the market. So it's, it's all logical stuff, but uh, timing scale are, are two of the really important things that I think everybody's focused on. Yeah, what do you think will be the key indicators of a market like Dallas moving forward? What what will, you know, what are the most important things that, you know, can happen to attract, you know, both an increased demand from the enterprise user as well as activity from, you know, really large users that 
that want to grow and, and need to grow fast? You know, it's interesting. And, uh, you probably talked about this in the past. We probably talked about this more with regards to like a Northern Virginia market, but it's almost the supply phenomenon, you know, and, and does, does absorption bring supplier to supply supply bring absorption? Well, I think in this, you know, in this business, in a lot of ways, supply does bring absorption. And, and I do think that, you know, you mentioned it earlier that the supply side of the market has probably, you know, grown a bit here in Dallas, you know, maybe from 11% to 14%. Um, the truth is, I think a lot of these larger users have see Dallas as a market that has really good supply opportunities in it. And I think, um, you know, with aggressive uh, utility rate pricing and and also good underlying economics of, uh, you know, of, of space available. So I maybe we can point a new phrase. I think there's a, a little bit of a supply side phenomenon going on here where we're going to get looks uh, just because of, because of, you know, because of what's here, not to mention the demographics of, the, of North Texas and the Dallas market. You know, um, I think there are a lot of questions going on. Do, you know, when you see some of the outpost type locations that some of the cloud guys have built, why wouldn't you, you know, would you rather do that in a major metro area like Dallas where you could also have, uh, you know, compute that's closer to, to eyeballs and, uh, you know, and basically the end users. Yeah. And you've got, I think in Dallas, an area where growth is logistically, I want to say, I use this word lightly, but easier because I know that it's, you know, it's never easy to develop a data center campus or go through all of the things that it takes to do that. But I, I do know in other locations, across the U.S. and even across the world, um, you know, a tight real estate market creates some really hard um, challenges when you're trying to figure out, hey, how can we put multiple parcels together to get to that 50 acres, 7,500 acres that it takes today to show scale and growth over a long period of time. There can be uh, permitting and environmental challenges in certain markets. So I think one of the, the advantages of a market like Dallas is, that there's somewhat of an easier path here. Um, you know, I think for me and for us at Dallas Hawk, I think we're really excited about Dallas this year, given, you know, a couple of things. One, the competition that's here, and I mean that in a good way, are, you know, it is, it is top of the line as it relates to data center operators that are mature here, can grow long-term, uh, can scale up very quickly. So from that perspective, we think, there's a there's a there's a large pathway to growth. Uh, you know, number two, your point, the economics are uh, number one. The, the the rental rates are extremely competitive. The uh, you know power cost is is you know top few in the nation. I mean, it's a, it's a very competitive power cost, and just the area makes sense from a logistical perspective as you think about the U.S. And there are logistical challenges that come with where you locate your data center. And you can build a data center anywhere. It just costs you time and costs you money. And so, you know, putting a location in areas where 
labor is extremely comp- competitive and available. Um, you know, cost is 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 strong. I mean, those type of characteristics typically lead to growth. And your comment about the supply being here, um, it is it is ripe for growth from our perspective. Um, and you know, I, we certainly are bullish about you know what the growth will be in in twenty twenty. It'll be fun to watch. Before we 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 turn the page, I just want to talk about how the data center user has matured over the past you know, five years. And, and one thing we talked about was connectivity and just network. And never before have right. we, we seen the importance of that than the world we're living in right now, uh, you know, specifically with people working from home. And, and that was, you know, we were seeing that trend, you know, years ago, but, but now it's extremely important. Talk about that and talk about how that impacts physical location of a data center, as well as how data center users think about you know, their facility that they will actually go into? Well, I just think we are just starting to understand the impact of COVID-19 and and our uh, reliance on, you know, the digital world that we live in. Um, I think we've all become much more uh, used to and uh, comfortable with these video conferences. Yeah, we're that, uh, that we all spend you know, almost all day on now. And it'll be interesting really to see how changes, uh, you know, the way we all work over the next two, three, five, ten 10 years. Um, so, I, you know, I think we're all fortunate to be in the data center business and, um, and, and there's just no way that this can't affect our business in, in, a, in a strange positive way just purely because of demand. We certainly haven't seen it yet, or we haven't uh, got our arms around it yet, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm very interested to just track, you know, keep, keep an eye on this, even the next, you know, 60 to 90 to, you know, days to six months. I think we're gonna see real, real impacts um, in the very near future. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think we'll all look back on this time and, you know, years from now and be able to pinpoint these were the things that fundamentally changed. Not, you know, and it's it's a data center issue, but it's also a life issue. I mean, there's some there's some key things changing for, you know, people's lives all across the world. This is not just obviously a Dallas, Texas, U.S., you know, North America. I mean, this is a, a world challenge that we're all in the middle of and it you know but with those challenges i mean create time periods of you know on the backside you know extreme growth and things that happen during that those time periods that stick and that's you know what what will the sticking points be i think it are, is what we're really paying attention to and trying to focus on and that will dramatically impact the the data center industry and and certainly here in dallas so well hey you know this but i want to thank you for taking the time to connect with us today um, you know, just as a brief note for, for those that don't know, tell everyone just about the, the market stream is active in and, uh, and what y'all will be planning on for 2020. Well, uh, you know, straight, we are, we, we talked about Garland. We, we do have available product in Garland here in the Dallas market. Uh, we are under construction on three megs in Chicago in El Grove village in a building that will scale to 15. We're under construction on four and a half megawatts on a campus in Phoenix 
that will scale to 200 megawatts. So that's really kind of a, a new adventure for uh, for for stream that's you know very much larger than other things we've worked on. Uh, we also we still have product in San Antonio, in Houston, and in Minneapolis, and uh, and then we are you know working on some things in uh, in Northern Virginia, uh, Chantilly in particular. So um, you know we're just trying to keep our eyes open wide and uh, see what's out there that uh, that we can execute. Awesome. Well, Anthony, thanks for joining us. Look forward to catching up with you on the next time. Thank you, David Leggett. Take care.